2: Welcome to the next edition of Missing the Point. I am Rich Sean Buchanan with my guy, the real BK, Bob Kelly. Uh, this is a show that we, uh, we're, we're, we're low-key we're low dreading only because of how it ended. But, you know, we're here, you know, after you know, the end of the finals, you know, the, the Golden State Warriors have been you know, awarded their fourth championship in the last uh, eight years. So, you know, BK, what's, what's, what's going on, man?
0: You know, at first... You know, you, all right, so, you know, in our group here, we've had uh, a lot of back and forth the past, really the only the past two weeks, uh, pretty much the end of that Miami series about who this team really was, man. And I believed in my heart that they had more fight and that not necessarily we were going to win because I always kind of felt like Golden State, you know, they've Stephen Curry. They have a lot of pieces that are consistent you know, at a level that the Celtics don't have guys that are consistent at. But for that last two games to be what their stamp was on that great run, man, like it was unbelievable. It was some of the best basketballs I like that I can remember, some of the more enjoyable basketball uh, to watch. You know what I mean? And it's just for them to go out without a whimper and just look overmatched, you know, like they quit. I don't even want to say quit, but like, just that they they were done, bro. They were so done, and it was just it was such a whimper from Tatum, such a whimper from you know White, just down the line, man. No one showed up in that last game except for Jalen. So no.
2: Yeah, I mean Hor- Hor- Horford had a like, glimpse. Horford, yeah, like, yeah he, like
0: five to ten minutes where yeah, he you know,
2: you know. I mean, I, he, he was like he was awesome in that third quarter. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, let's but let's just dive into that, right? So, obviously, you, know, you went down the line to some guys that have some hard performances. So, but just what, just what, you know, just elaborate more. Like, what do you think actually happened? Because, like you said, for them, you know, they sweep Brooklyn, they, you know, they beat, you know, defending champs to seven. They ended up beating Milwaukee, I mean, Miami uh, also in seven. So, just can we chalk it up to them being tired? Or, you know, can we speak more about maybe it was a mental block that they had uh, once they got to this level? But just, you know, just what were your, what are some more takeaways you had? you know, from the series as it unfolded.
0: I mean, I think it was pretty clear that inexperience played a huge role in this NBA finals. You know what I mean? Like you look at how the Warriors reacted to adversity uh, at this big of a stage and, you know, all those many storylines and like all these different things, they rose above it and they even played better after all that scuffle about the Boston, all that shit, The, the Celtics just kind of shied away from it. And it just seemed like the moment all around, uh, like even M.A., uh, you may, you got to get it right in the last show. Even he, even he looked overmatched at times. Or like the, the spotlight was too big for him. Like there was just certain things that were happening through the series that we never saw coming into it. So I think a lot of it did have to do with the inexperience of never being there before. When you think back to when you were 24 years old, could you handle a high intense pressure situation like you could at like 29, 30?
2: You know what I mean? I, I mean, I can speak to that because I'm a teacher. So and trust me, there's not too many more high pressure situations. And being a teacher, believe me. But no, you, you're right. Like, so being at 24, shout out to Carroll City, shout out, shout out to the Chiefs. Yeah, at Carroll City at 24, when I started there, actually, no way. Because it was kids not jumping off the wall literally, but just their energy was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was a lot to handle. But yeah, but by the time my fifth year was there with them and I was there there's like, Hey, I've said to you, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I'm not sure why you're not in your seat. I'm not sure why you don't have your workout. Like, there, there's a way that she move around that you're more comfortable. You find your teacher voice, right? In a way they need to find their basketball voice in a way. Right. Find a basketball voice, mm-hmm. find a basketball acumen, whatever, whatever word you want to use or, you know that they have to find that. Did they have sports where they did find it? Absolutely. Because obviously, you know, they, they got to the finals. But, you know, the biggest thing for me, when that, you know, I talked about, you know, what are our takeaways? It, and we have to start and maybe even end, unless there's other stuff that we think about, but it has to start and essentially end with the amount of turnovers that this had. Billion percent. Like it's, it is, he it, it may <laughs> used the word mind-boggling, about Jalen Brown, he's just about Tatum at times. He's really just about the whole team at times, but it is amazing to me how many turnovers this team had and just really how many times they just gave something away. And I think, like, the stat was crazy. Like, they had under 15 turnovers, like they were like 12 and one or something like that. And then basically, if they had 16 or more, you know, they had a losing record. So just, you know, just how much, you know, just how much hurt or how much. You know, I, I I can't even think of the word. I'm so mad just even thinking about the fact that heck, they turn the ball over so much, but just what, how do they rectify that going forward? Because it's just like, yo, like that to me at this level, when you're becoming a pro, like once again, these guys are in their fifth, sixth year. So yeah, we could say they're young, but there's no way ball handling should be that much of a problem that you can't dribble. So just, you know, what they do going forward to rectify that, because like I said, it was ridiculous to see how that unfolded. Um. You know, both of the playlists honestly.
0: You know, Adoka said, mind boggling. I don't know, man. I do not I do not know what happened there. It's just like it's careless. You know what I mean? And I again I feel like it all comes back to me for experience where it's like they feel like that, you know, the warriors aren't gonna be there to catch their lazy ass fucking passes over the middle. Or you know what I mean? The one that stands out to me it was the first one in the first quarter where I knew we were in fucking trouble uh, where they were trying to uh, set Rob up for what it was supposed to be. Like one of those Tatum go around Rob and passes it to him. And like he goes around and Rob passes it back to Tatum, bro. He pussy armed it and didn't get it over the guy that was in front of Rob, and It's like how at this stage of the NBA finals do or die, is that the pass that you think is okay? You know what I mean? They, that that That's what you're going to come out with. That's what I kept saying. Like, this is what's happening right now, actually. I, I don't know, man. I honestly do not know because it's the most mind-boggling <clears> thing <throat> of all. I think a lot of it just has to do with having a purpose on offense. I feel like a lot of times they just kind of get all willy-nilly and just pass it around trying to find the open dude. Or they decide that they're going to be a rhino and just run full speed into all five guys on defense. I don't know. It was <laughs> mind-boggling. It was the most frustrating. It was honestly the most frustrating, like, 25, 30 minutes of basketball I've ever watched in my life because, bro, I was predicting it. I was predicting exactly what was about to happen. Like, I'd be like, oh, cool, we stopped him. How much you want to bet Jalen puts a shoulder in the four dudes right here and gives it up? Three seconds later, it would happen. I'd be like, yeah, oh, there it is. And then the next up. Oh, Marcus is going to throw some crazy-ass pass behind his head across court, and it's going to get picked up. Fuck, it happened. Be like, bro, wh- 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 what is going on? Is all I kept saying. Cause, what cause that? Even,
2: like I said, you know, I want to stay on last night before we kind of give a totality of what we thought for their, the whole series. Mm-hmm. But la- last night in particular, it's like, yo, you start off 12-2. Maybe I didn't even 14-2. I mean, 14-2. I mean, the crowd, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm there. I got the crowd on fire. Is, yeah. is in there. I mean, they're like, let's go. Uh, shout out to Bree uh that did our show last like year. I ran to her like she we was, we was like let fucking go like crowd was hyped." And then I think coming out that timeout, mind you, it was still fourteen to five. Like Curry comes down, boom, hit a three, it's fourteen to five. So miss another three, it's fourteen to eight, then it's fourteen ten. He is. And then Golden Golden State takes the lead in the first. And I remember saying in our group chat, I said I, was, I said, yo, I said this might be hyperbolic, but this shit might be over already. And they were going to the only five, but I'm like, you can't start, you cannot start at 12-2, and then you're down five to head in that quarter. No, they scored 12 points in the first five minutes. They scored 39 and a half, 39 in the first half. Like, what? That's that's, that's insane. What the fuck? Like, that's insane, bro. I
0: did out that's the insane. math. I did out the math, and it's a half a point a minute.
2: Right, like that. Like that's a joke. Like it's oh, it's, it was it was it, oh my god. It, it was just like what. Like, how does that happen that you only score 27 more points in the rest of the half? And they basically go on a like a 15 to 21 to end I mean, at one point it was like 21 straight. Like that, that's crazy to me. Like in a game that it was all the marbles, and I said it on a, on another show I do, but I'm like, it's like it's amazing to me that and I'm like, I, I I love y'all, but it was like, oh, you know, we you know, we're fighting through. I'm like, yo, this shit's older, fam, but it's not a matter of no. oh, you're giving okay. up. Oh, you're not a real fan. Fuck all that. I'm realistic. I'm there. I'm seeing this is not TV. This is not, you hearing Mike Bree saying bang. Jason said, You're not hearing that. I'm seeing the body language that time timeouts because you're not seeing that when it's up. I'm seeing how they were walking to the timeouts. They looked dashed. They looked depressed. Like they were over this. So they were ready for that shit to be over. They gave one final push in the third quarter, but I'm telling you. I've seen it on the floor. They looked, they was just like, we can't do anything with this team. We we just can't. So that at least so what I want to ask them next, like what was the turning point to you in this series? I'm, I'm, I feel like we may have different views on this, but I want to know, what do you think was the turning point out of the series?
0: The two missed free throws by Jalen.
2: That, that to me. So in, in, game, in game four. In game
0: four, yeah. It's such a definitive moment in time that I went from this is over, we got this, to, oh, no. And the, oh, no, it just kept getting, you know, more and more frequent after that point. Like, because the 1-1 split, that was perfect. Exactly what you want. You know what I mean? Then you go ahead and win game three convincing fashion, right? Game four, we were well on the way. It was close, but we were well on the way to taking that game and going up 3-1, man. Jalen hits both those free throws. I think we go up by six he doesn't curry comes down bangs a three and golden states up by one and it's such a big you know what i mean that's the swing of that emotion man to go from we're gonna hit these two free throws we're gonna go home 3-1 to seeing stephen curry rise up from fucking 87 feet and just bang home a three is just so demoralizing like you think i thought i was demoralized can you imagine Jalen or Jason or like any of those dudes and having that moment right in front of you. You blow it and not only do you blow it but the Warriors go right down and throw it right in your fucking face. It just it was such a swing of momentum in this series man and from that moment on is when I saw just it was yeah, we're in oh. trouble. We're in trouble and then anytime we will get momentum Stephen Curry would just fucking take it and put it right under his shoe and be like nah fuck that 38 footer.
2: Yeah. I mean, so to me, and this may sound crazy or then I know what I'm about to say is going to be the unpopular game to say, because of how early it was in the series to me, it's, it, it, it was really game two. And I know they ended up going to one. I know that, but you had a chance to put a choke you on yeah. the series. And it was like, they came out playing. I right, well, you know, we, you know, we could just kind of, you know, we're happy for the split. That's the wrong mentality. You, If you have a team on the ropes and they they was going back and forth, they was there, and if you let them build that confidence, now granted, yes, you had a great game three, whatever that changed around, awesome. But to me, game two, mentally, is where it was lost. I, I know game four was the game that people was like, man, you know, it goes 43, it goes crazy. But to me, either you could pick game two or you can even pick game five. Steph Curry goes 0 for 9, and I talked about this on the show. I said, he's going to have a game where he's going to go Two of eight from three one at And that you got the game. You got he gave it to you on a silver platter, and he said, No, I'm, I'm okay. I'll just I'll I don't have it. Man, with open. He, he basically said, Here's a 3-2 lead. here. And he, he's done it in every series that he's been in. Regardless of what you think of him as a player, best at all time, I get it. He's giving teams silver platter games every fucking time and people don't capitalize unless it was LeBron's influence well
0: you know what happens is you know Steph Curry can go 0-9 all he wants but when I'm looking at it right now when Jalen Brown Grant Williams Derek White and Peyton Pritchard all go for a combined 0 of 14 from three you're fucked you know right. what I mean you needed all those dudes to to Uh, contribute in more of a way than any of them were prepared to at this stage, man. And yeah, I don't disagree about game two because there was a moment in game two where you're like, oh my God, are we actually, you know, we're in this game too. Can we pull this out? And then it was on, it seemed like that's when Golden State kind of got their defensive confidence too. That's where they realized that like, listen, when we walk down on these dudes, they can't do anything. And we couldn't, man. We couldn't do anything that. Draymond entire. started to
2: punk yeah. them again too, right? I, yeah, I that's he when he realized... put
0: his feet on Jalen's face. That's when yeah. he said, all that shit. It bro. was
2: like, oh, okay. Let me make sure. Like, I got. I think he realized. Oh, you know, what, hey, these dudes ain't these dudes are real. I got to do something to, to to shake the table, and that he did. He did more than ever. And I said, boy, that leaves speaking to Draymond. You know, as we, you know, story time, right? So I'm on the floor, like I said, do security. When to do security. Draymond walks by me, yeah, motherfucker. I got four, I, I, and I'm just sitting there with a scope. I, I can't say shit because they told they, they tell them to talk to the players, but I'm just like, I'm I'm pissed because I want to respond. <laughs> i, I, I want to trip him so bad. I want to trip him. I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, but I, I, I was I was so bad, but I'm like, and listen, his post today with the banners, and it says nope Listen, I know this is a something show that was fucking gold. It was gold. We got up like, that would be yeah, yeah was great. It was, it was awesome. So like to say, I just like say, listen, it was it was it was crazy to see what he did. It was even with him. He showed up last night too. Mm-hmm. Twelve points, eight rebounds, you know whatever, nine assists whatever, something like that. So no, he was good. I'm last night. Night. He was good. Right, that's, but but that's the thing. He hit it when they started that three the real- that corner three. three. That Corner that three, quarter had, three, bro. The crowd was like, Well, if he's 10 knees, like you're not just that what 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 can you do? That do. was
0: dagger in the second quarter.
2: 100%. I was like, wow. I was like, I'm like, if if is the corner threes, you're fucked. Like, what do you do? And even there was like another play in the third when he hit a he hit a two when they basically, you know, Boston was throwing back and they played defense, but they had a couple of plays the where sh- they just going back and forth, and then he gets it, hits it from the top of the key. The shot clock. The buzzer beater, right? For the shot clock, bro all you hear is Jamar green <laughs> i know something and it's just like yo know, if he said shots like this like you're not it's like that's what marcus and marcus is like you're not being this if marcus is on because it's like what do you do you can't you know if he's on he, he listen he just showed up last night they got so when he shows up they usually win so right? yeah i just to me very disappointing performance overall from him, but just you know. But I mean, by like I said you, you know, you can give your thoughts to just what you know. Just what did you see from him, or what didn't you see from him in the series?
0: Yeah, no, it was uh, Marcus was atrocious, bro. He was he was the worst version of himself for sixty percent of that series. There's moments where you're like, you know, yeah, let's go, Marcus. You know, you see the, the crazy shots going in. You see him doing the Marcus things that he does, getting the offensive fouls, but then he'll throw behind the head, you know, somehow at the same time through the legs pass right to a warrior and they go down and it's a momentum killer. It's just, it always seemed like when it was the most inopportune moment to force a pass or make a terrible pass, that he was doing it at that moment and he was taking all his Marcus shots that we don't want him to take It just, I don't know. I was by that sixth game, bro. I had it with Marcus Smart. It was just every game was a microcosm of his goddamn Celtics career. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, Marcus. Like (laughs) Every game you had that reaction at (laughs) least once. And it was just it was the most frustrating thing in the world because you know what this guy can do, man. You know what he can do. And he just he was a detriment to the Celtics in this series when we needed him to be the heart and soul. We needed him to be all these things, but he was the exact opposite where he was either in foul trouble, turning the ball over or missing threes. That, that's how I saw him in the finals. Today. Right. No,
2: absolutely. And actually we're joined now by a guy at DK. System, so, sorry, you know, I'm so, late. Yeah, no, I just, I didn't want to, no, no, i sorry. It.
1: I'm late. I'm just, I was crying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't want to cry in front of my friends, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you good so no, no, man just uh stick to what you saw uh from Marcus in the series just you know just how you know basically his play you know didn't help us with the most so just what were your thoughts about him in the series? I just think
1: I mean, I get where Bobby's coming from, I mean, I think he did a lot of frustrating shit. I'm trying my best to be like clear headed about the entirety of this roster, considering like what they did. I get that it's difficult it's only been you know it's been less than twenty four hours since that fucking gut punch but at the time of recording, but as far as Marcus goes, I mean, he just to play devil's advocate to what Bobby was saying, I don't think you're necessarily wrong, but I think that like he did have his fucking hands full with specifically the Golden State Warriors. You know what I mean? I think with the kind of guards you're dealing with and the amount of attention he had to pay to Steph Curry on the other side and how difficult it was not like, you know, we, we all saw Steph coming into this series as a shooting threat in the first two games. Like that's kind of what it was. You react to that and then you forget that he can like if he goes left. You know, like he's so fast <laughs> and, and like he doesn't miss layups and like we miss a lot of layups. And I think that like Marcus had his hands full on the defensive side of the ball. I think that the I, I, this is going to be sort of a theme of what I think about the whole series. I, I just think I don't, I, I understand the thought of like the Celtics beat themselves because of the heights that we saw them get to and like the things that they achieved and the things Marcus achieved even, you know, in the, in that microcosm like Bobby was saying. But I, I just really think that like, The Warriors came in with a great game plan. And I think that they saw like, like, I'm not disagreeing with you, Bobby. I think you're right. But I think that didn't happen on its own. You know, I think the Warriors made that happen. I think that they're like, this is what we can make. This is the kind of game we can make Marcus Smart play if we want to. If we like smother him and we frustrate him. And like you saw in game six, they were doing it better than in any other game. Like he caught him. He caught him on a couple of kind of like soft flops. And then they just started going right back at him with it. You know what I mean? That same exact type of gamesmanship. They're going right back at him. You could see in his eyes. He was just like, oh, motherfucker. Like they kind of out Marcus Smart and Marcus Smart a little bit. And I think that he's the kind of player he's emotionally, He's going to play right into their hands. You know, so I think you're not wrong. And I'm not saying this in defense of Marcus Smart, but I think you have to maybe give the Warriors a little credit
0: for drawing that out of him. You know, I well, do. I, no, I, that, that's well, for sure. I hmm? do. But his newfound love of bounce passes was the most frustrating but that was
1: that was true across the board the lazy passes we yeah we taught yeah that was you know and i'm sure you guys have discussed it already i mean it's been true all playoffs you know there's been dumb fucking lazy passes all playoffs from everybody Uh, why we decided to go into game six thinking rob williams is a point guard i have no fucking idea you know it's like they had a great game plan man i mean you you gotta say like a team that comes in with this many finals under their belt and forgive me if i'm repeating what you guys have already said but a, a team that comes in with this many finals under their belt, you could just see the experience, especially in that last game last night. Like yep. you saw what Steph was yep. doing; like he was just there to win a he was there to win a closeout game. Like in in the, in the playhouse in general, and and especially in the finals, he's just been there. There was a moment where Andrew Wiggins was on Jason Tatum. I don't know if you guys have touched on this, and Steph just started walking away and was like, "Just shoot it." And it was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, he fucking knows it's over." <laughs> like, yeah. "Oh my god, yeah. like fuck." I mean, I should too, but I was like in denial about it. And it's just like I don't know. I, when did we all start pretending the Warriors weren't good? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're
2: they are good. Well, no, I, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you said that last part because I wanted to ask it. This is something that you and I spoke about. thing before the series, are you ready to come around and admit that they were the deeper team?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, they shouldn't have been though. Like that, like they, it didn't make any sense to me that they were the deeper team. Like I was just, I, you were right. I was definitely wrong. But it's like, where did our role? I, mean, I, I didn't want to
2: be right. I, I yeah, made that sure, clear. Sure, of course. No, I get it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, we all have our we all have our fucking flaws when it comes to watching this team, like emotionally, mm-hmm. like I think denial is one of my biggest. Yeah, I, I, the thing is, like, where did our guys Y'all's go day. Yeah,
0: Where Agreed. but where
1: did they go? You know, like at home, especially like where was Derek White like and his floater and his great decision making when he's in inside the perimeter? Where was Peyton Pritchard's, you know, couple of big threes when he's coming off the bench? Where was uh, where was Grant Williams's quarter threes for the entirety of the series? Like it was like they went there and just completely lost their identity and i think if you want to talk about things we discussed <laughs> we fucking discussed them not you know be ever being there before and the the occasion being a little too big for them. i, I think that sort of happened you know what i mean like it, exactly what happened yeah.
2: right but he, i mean great. that was i mean that was a case for both sides i I would say except for obviously you know you have your best players that've been there but you know it was wiggins first time it was pools first time Art Yeah, reporters sure. first time sure. and all, all those guys played especially wiggins I, I mean, I was already saying that he was getting but man, Andrew Wiggins changed my mentality about him. Hard, yeah, tenfold. In, in he yeah, looked like, like a
1: number
0: one pick in that fucking series. Yeah, he, he did it for sure. You got to remember, bro, it, that doesn't matter. If you haven't been there and you have dudes on your team that haven't just been there once, haven't just been there. T- These guys have been to the finals six times. So, like, anytime that there was a shred of doubt or, like, a shred of an experience that pops up. Curry's like, hey, one don't fucking do that. You know that Dave Chappelle skit where he's like, you know, every time a crime happens, a dude pops out of the boat. Hey, don't do that. That's five to ten. That 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 was Stephen Curry and clay Thompson and Draymond. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let don't do that. That's four turnovers. That's a fucking game. Like, that's exactly what happened throughout that and you could see it man
1: like but to me it came that exactly what you're talking about came down to two moments like it came in game five it was we came back the come the momentum was with us and we fucking choked and then in game six so hard i know that it didn't look like it but in game six there was a stretch in the third quarter where they could not fucking make a shot The go the warriors could not fucking make a yeah. shot we, we got
0: it within eight, eight and it was like yeah Who's we got within eight. we
1: should have been fucking ahead if we were actually converting our fucking chances and honestly I mean, look, this might be like the day after Blues talking, but like offensively, like it it sucks to watch like Derek White take a three to try to bail you out of a fucking offensive slump. and it and as much as like even Al was making big shots, he was making those big shots and. I was happy they were going in. I was like, a big Al. yeah, we've seen this before, but I was like, why is it him? Why is it him that's doing this? Not in this situation, in the finals. Like, where are the guys?
0: Where are okay. Where is Jason Tatum? Like, where the fuck? Before we do move to Tatum, because we definitely need to talk about all that, can I just give you guys some cumulative numbers from those role players <laughs> Dude, from game five to six? This I know is gonna it's going to hurt a lot. Just to like this is going to really hurt. So Derek White, uh, game. Wait, no, what's we'll that game five? My bad. Uh, Derek White, game five. 0 for four from the field. 0 of three from the three. Grant Liams game four. Or game five, uh, one of two, o of one from three. Peyton Pritchard from uh, on game five, o of three, o of three from three points. Did you guys, do you guys do Grant Williams already? Uh, no, we didn't really get into any of the what leadership. the fuck happened to Grant Williams. Hang, on, hang on. then we go to game six, right? Like it is Grant Williams is really bad too. But so Derek White in game six, one of six, o of two from three. That puts him at a combined one of ten uh in O of five from three in the last two games Peyton Pritchard O of two oh of two which puts him at O of five in the last two games Grant Williams one and two one and two actually 50 percent from the field but <laughs> oh of, o of two from three and like you said he just disappeared so I mean that's a great what the fuck happened what, what happened, happened to him? Like, what he got, happened? I guys? feel like he
1: got benched. Am I, or did, like, was he a ghost when he was out there or was he not out there? Because I really didn't see game
0: six, he was barely out there. Game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals was the first time I noticed it in that stretch where Miami was taken over at the end, where. Uh, he just looked like the moment was too fucking big for him. And then it just continued from there on out. It was like he froze in that moment. He was getting beat everywhere. Well, he on like that thinks he's court. a star player, though. So like, how does that make sense?
2: No, But, but Dray, Draymond, he, he verbalized it. He said, you want to beat me. And like I, said, I made the tweet saying that he'll never want to be. But he absolutely is looking to be where Draymond was. <laughs> and he basically looked at, well, this is what I'm looking to get to. And he just he couldn't fucking match it. Cause he that should be he should be someone that can get you ten to twelve points, five rebounds, you know, a few assists. Just it looks different, but you know we see him play great defense this you know this playoff run. Uh, so much to the point that people were saying you know resign him right away. I, but yeah, I don't know. M- maybe it was something where like, that was the here. moment. Just was no, it wasn't. It was my actually. Mike, right, I think I here said on the it podcast. Here. Yeah, he
0: said it on the podcast, bro. That's how that feels guess. like fucking six years ago, doesn't it? It, it, it does. <laughs> it does. Right. Yeah. It does. Right.
2: Oh my god! But how much in the last. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. You know, I, I mean, you know, I I got a terrible playoff beard in myself, and my hair looks all crazy on the low. But yeah, I don't know. I just think him, you know, Pritchard, you know, all those guys became you know un, un, unplayable after a while, and it, it was a shame because you literally you cannot go. Yeah, you cannot. And this is what I, I was thinking about the the death. Right. It 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 was cool in the regular season to go seven eight deep because once they changed it, you know, they really took off. But that works in the season because it's like, okay, guys are not taking, guys are not playing every game. Some guys take nice off, whether it's low management or they're just not trying as hard. You could get there. You could be the 20 to 2000s Phoenix Suns doing that fine. That's great. But even in the players, you need guys that can steal five to seven minutes for you. And then you put your guys back on. People yeah. were like, man, how are you taking Steph Curry out? They can take Steph Curry out because they know who so players going to do his thing. Dre's going to do his thing from a defensive standpoint the Porter coming in and a few threes for them. Like, they just have it there. So it's just like, you need to find guys that can do it consistently. Well, yes, they had guys that had moments. Once again, I was right halfway about Derek White in the previous series. He won the series. He did. He wanted it. It was just Miami. Now, I, I wish it was this year. He'd want them as opposed to that. But either way, they got there. It's fine. But it's just like that, when it came down to, like being, having those guys that having your eight, nine, the ten guys that can actually contribute that that matters sure
1: i just but i also just think i agree that like eight nine and ten it was glaringly weak throughout the entire playoffs but i just had faith that our rotation was fine like the shorter rotation was fine because it was working but i think it's about it's like like i don't want to sit around and blame the fucking role players for that loss you know what i mean it's like it's about what you're asking them to do like are you asking them to come in and spell jt and jb and like you know okay guys we're up twelve. You're going to do five minutes. Make sure we're at least still up seven when you come off the court. Like, are you asking them to do that? Or are you asking them to be like, okay, guys, we're down 15. You guys got to go get us some buckets. <laughs> it's like, that's not, that's what we were asking. All right, asking Derek, does go win us the game, but, bro. But that's, Let's the, go. but that's the thing. It's not fair. It's not a fair thing to ask fair them. Enough. And like the thing is if you're a role player, right? Like look at fucking Jordan Poole, right? Like there's a perfect example. The dude was hitting shots like he was Steph Curry because he's standing next to Steph Curry doing the same shit, you know? that gives the role players confidence. It gives them green lights. It gives them the, the ability. You could see the hesitation on jump shooting trickle from the top all the way down. Oh, yeah. You could see it all the way down. And it like we almost overcorrected. Like, it's like a couple seasons ago, you're in the bubble. You're like, guys, you're fucking taking too many jump shots. Then you get in this sweet spot where it's like, OK, great. Like, remember, you know, everybody remembers. I mean, it's not going to matter now. It's you know, fucking doesn't. It. Nothing fucking matters. And life is meaningless. But. The Do you remember the almost jump shot that Marcus took in game one against the Bucks? I want to say? No, maybe it was, it, no, it was against yeah. the Nets. Yes, it was yeah. against the Nets, right? He the audible the no the audible game no one, from the crowd. Yes, game one, splits the defense. You already know the rest of the story. Fucking passes it to JT, spins fucking Kyrie like the traffic come and puts it in. We win the game. That is what I want to see, right? That's a good decision. What they can't seem to do is like not just do one or the other all of the fucking time. Like, because they just... <laughs> stopped shooting good looks in game yeah. six because their confidence was fucking shot and i think it trickles down from the top now look i mean can we move on to jt i'd like you know is it time I or guess, do you want yeah. you know well, it, the thing him. is like i'm i'm a fierce defender of him i think he's an unbelievably talented player I, I was posting conor mcgregor go fuck yourself memes all night last night like drinking fucking sake well into the fucking hours in <laughs> the morning crying into my fucking chest but <laughs> and like, look, I still believe it. I mean, if you like, honestly, if you genuinely believe like so that we're going to I'm not going to rehash this because everybody missed the point anyway. See what I did there. But if you honestly believe that basketball skill level wise, like, you know, size for position, shot creation, going to finals of 24, that he's not like more talented than Paul Pierce, then you don't know basketball. So I can't really have a discussion with you. However, yeah, I mean, he's not him, though. There is that there is this like there is this mental side to it. That I think is unfortunately we all wanted to get answered this year, and I think Game Six against Milwaukee, we all thought maybe it was. But M- Ray, is he soft? What happened?
2: I really hope that it was an injury. Like, I really do. because if Me not, too. if not, we're in fucking trouble. Yeah, we are. Like, but it's so weird. It's so it was so it is, weird. It is. It is. It is like this moment, and we've seen it. This moment when he has the "fuck you," get out of my way mentality he's at ease and this is maybe hyperbolic but he might be a top three player in this league yeah in those moments yeah those those moments, we just said you know, get out of my way like, I'm, I'm gonna do whatever
0: that that picture that's been going around the internet when he's got that yeah stairways. yeah exactly
2: so i, I just he so didn't I, I don't, I don't, he was I don't know yeah i yeah, might time. Time. Like, you the know so de- def- definitely happy to be there and I know this thing about oh, you know, this the you know the twenty-four and twenty-five. I mean, look, I mean Dave, you're the one that made the rant about it a year or some change ago. How long are we gonna say yeah. <laughs> you know, did this age? So I'm like honestly, at this moment I'm tired of hearing <laughs> I mean he's fifty-three in basketball years. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's it's like Dan It's like, what the fuck? But no, I'm hoping it's injury, but I feel like there's definitely something mental. But go ahead, Bobby.
0: Just think about the historic no-shows in the finals of some of the greatest players ever when they were too goddamn young for the moment. When the moment was so much bigger than they even realized. I mean, remember LeBron on the Heat in that. that Dallas series? Bro, he was awful. The greatest player we've ever... he No, he was not good you in that final. I bro. know, but you could pinpoint it in a basketball sense why.
1: I, it's the weirdness of Jason Tatum's performance over those six games. It's so fucking strange why
0: he decided to play like that. But, like, it's... It's just you got to take a step back from this disappointment because it was so weird to me Be- because it was such an outlier and, and such a, you know what I mean? A, a difference from what we normally see from like we talked about this earlier. Those air balls, man. That yeah. to me is the number one reason on the list why something was up, whether it was injury, whether it was him just being too too young, too scared. But, the but, moment. You,
1: can't, but you can't just yada over that because that's the most important question. Is it his fucking brain broken or his shoulder broken? Because if it's
0: his brain, we're I fucked. don't But not broken though. No. I just think, bro, I, I said this to Ray earlier, right? If you look back, right, at who you were 24 years old, when you were put in a high pressure, intense situation that's going to affect the rest of your life, you shake your pants. It is just, it is what, yeah, you I showed do
1: up is- every time though. Bad example. I fucking showed up every time I'm i <laughs> disagree
0: with that i
1: <laughs> i come to play i'm a big game guy i mean not everybody's like me I'm last not,
0: i checked you moved to california to be with a girl that you're no longer with is that correct yeah that relationship yeah. So, failed so
1: you're, let me tell you something that girl was not the nba oh, finals okay i'm just saying bro but i'm just saying that
2: the, girl was round one the the, the
0: the fallout from such a big moment right to sorry, Leah. I'm sorry. I didn't my bad. um Why, right, Leah's Leah's still here. She it was won. yeah. Uh, fair. <laughs> well,
2: you should, there you go. Leah got the ring, baby. She got the oh, ring. You go?
0: We know each other too well. This is <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> sorry, especially go ahead. after this fucking three week stretch. Yeah, but like, it's just it's such a big difference from when you're 29 from when you're 28. You know what I mean? And I just feel like it, when you have all this shit stacked on top of you when you're that young, man. When you have an entire NBA franchise, when you have Cedric Maxwell calling you the fucking goat, when you have a, all this shit going on, man, and on top of it, your fucking shoulder hurts. You know what I mean? It's just there was so many different things. I feel like that led to what we saw in that NBA finals of him just being because it wasn't like he was bad. OK, it wasn't like he was bad. He was a completely different basketball player. You know, he just had a completely different feel to That's what to makes him. me
1: think it's the shoulder, though.
0: Right, and that's a, it was either the injury or it could have been a combo of both. You know, I feel like that's really, yes, he probably could have over overcompensated for that injury. Maybe had a couple of good shooting nights if it wasn't the goddamn NBA finals. But it was. So, you know, it, it, it's just. Yeah.
2: So there's three, as I heard both of you, there's three different finals I want him to look at over the summer. If someone's near him in his camp, DK may not like what i wrong with this because of the team will break up. It, it, it is our rival, with the Lakers. I want him to look at the 83 finals. Magic had already won two. He already already, already won twice. They got swept by Philly. People calling him Tragic Magic. He won't, won't get it done again. He hasn't won three more. His idol, Kobe, had already had, had a 3 P. Got, got smacked by Detroit. Did, Kobe did not show up that series. People can say what they want, but Kobe became Look at look back at those numbers that he had against Detroit. Rip Hamilton and the boys shut him down, except for Game Two. And in 2013, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard misses those two free throws like by like Jalen Brown did. They come at the next year and annihilate the Miami Heat. I want him to look back at those series. Look back at those players because all the three guys that people consider. You know, to be, you know, top guys, obviously, especially the first two I named and draw from that. like I said, those are guys that they didn't, already won. So I didn't win, they didn't win at that time, but he won the next year. But Magic had already won and people were saying that these guys were whatever. Oh my God. I can't believe they did this. How do you show up like this? So just, it's like we got to pump the brakes on. Just go. You know, we got to pump the brakes about how bad Like I said it was bad. Yeah. Um, it's day but one. To make it, <laughs> yes, but to make it see. No, but, but no, it's, 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 we, we say it's day one. But this is 2022.
1: I thought you were going to go. I honestly thought you were, were going to go 84. I thought you were going to go magic loses to Larry and they can't get him home.
2: We didn't sleep. The Lakers 84. I'm saying Philadelphia game swept seven. them. Mm. Right. No, it went game seven. And he, it and was he a made disaster
0: is what you're saying. It was a disaster. Yeah. Right.
2: Sure. But then he, he comes back the next year and hits the game winner. And, right. And in Boston. So. It's just like you know, you know. And after the first time, I think LA had beat Boston ever in the finals, so I, I get it. So I think he draws, he maybe look back and draw that. It's like, look, they were clowning these great players. And we talk about Shaq and Orlando. But I think I shared it on Twitter earlier. That Orlando team to me reminds me of the Celtics team. Got to the finals pretty easily. Had two young great stars. They well, I mean, we didn't get swept, but Orlando gets swept. You basically never heard from him again for a while. So I mean it's, it's kinda in between, but I don't know. But you know, just what are your thoughts about that? Uh so either one of y'all can jump in on that, but
0: the Orlando thing I thought was interesting. It was the first one that stuck out to me where I was like, okay, that's a comparison that like I get. But Shaq was already out of there. At that point, everyone knew Shaq was leaving. This is just it, it's to a point now where it's like when you go down, like I already said, man, when you go down the notable list of people who have had collapses and who have shit themselves in the NBA finals, it is endless, man. I mean, you have Curry blowing a 3-1 lead, right? You have LeBron no showing against the Mavericks. You have Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden not showing up against uh who did they play Miami Miami? yeah it was the heat it's just you go down the list man and it's just player after player when they weren't ready for the moment you don't you don't just have like a well he was okay no and the NBA finals it is the spotlight bro if you fuck up if you do these things when you're expected to not just be good you're expected to be great and amazing it's gonna be 10 times returned back on you so it's just you gotta pump the brake, Celtic Nation, when it comes to Jason Tatum because the dude's special. I know he had a shitty finals, and I get it, man. I was just as frustrated last night as you were because he wasn't even close. You know what I mean? Like there, there were moments where you're like, "All right, Tatum was going." That's the guy. Then he would airball two shots in a row. it would be like, "Oh fuck, what? <laughs> what? What the fuck is that?" Uh- <laughs> he
2: had a couple threes early, and threes, I was like, "Oh bro, yeah." I was I, was, I was, I said, "Here we go." I was like, yes, like, I, I can hear DK from California. Like, yes, that's what we fucking need. And That's then, literally what I was saying. <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly what we wrote. But it's just like. And it's just like, it's, just like it's, it's like, what? It's like, what? It's like, oh, my God. Like, what happened from from there? But, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. I'm well, just- when
0: you think about the guys who don't have a, a title at the age of 24. And I know this is, you know, it's all relative because, you know, some guys come in a league at different age, all that shit. I get it. Jordan, LeBron, Curry, KD, Giannis, Shaq, Wilt, Malone, and Hakeem. None of them had a title by the age of 24. And I think only two of them had been to a finals by the age of 24. So guys, just take a step back. Look at your history. Just look at what's happened throughout NBA history. They are ahead of schedule for where they're supposed to be. And Jason Tatum is such a huge part of that. Was he even bigger part of why we fucking lost this series? 100%. Sure. It's right. I would just, uh, say right. that. I would like, just it, add up. on to that to add on to that
1: point, Bobby. It's maybe it's because we're in Boston, like we're in the Boston fan base. And we, you know, we hear this stuff way louder than other fan bases. But I think luka's is a great comparison point because Luca got to the Western Conference finals. I mean, nobody wanted nobody thought the Warriors were going to do what they did this season. And in retrospect, that seems really stupid like considering like it's still Steph and Clay and Draymond and they still know how to win a fucking finals. It seems dumb to think about. But Luca is apparently the next fucking big thing. And I'm not really sure he gets beat with the same stick as Jason Tatum does when he goes farther and fails. You know what I mean? Like doesn't just go to a a conference finals. So it is this kind of weird thing where the more successful you are without doing it, the more shit you're going to take for not doing it. And I think LeBron is a good example because I was mm-hmm. having a great time talking about how LeBron didn't have a championship yet when they lost to the Mavericks that year. I was having a fucking wonderful time
0: thinking that Miami Heat team wasn't going to be anything. I remember I remember posting the memes, oh, I didn't get your phone call. My phone went to LeBron mode. Right. No, yeah, no right. ring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember this yesterday. that. Uh, what it makes me think is in the
1: age of the internet, and look. We've been talking to the Boston Celtics fan base directly for a few weeks and months now. And like, I just want to add on to what Bobby was saying. And I need you guys to take this in good faith because I know we don't get along, me and Twitter, me and Celtics Twitter. I, you know, I know since the whole Paul Pierce thing, whatever, but you got to hear me on this. You really got to hear me on this. These players, these are 24 year old kids. They have Twitter. They have Instagram. And it's the player empowerment era. This is the era of players doing whatever the fuck they want, going wherever the fuck they want. If you guys don't shut the fuck up and shut the fuck up real soon, he's gonna leave. You're gonna get what you want. I'm so sure. You're gonna get what you want. You're gonna get what you want. You're gonna get what you want. You're gonna get Jason Tatum to go somewhere else. And you're gonna have complained your way out of a generational fucking player. I understood he didn't have a fucking great finals. And I hope, like we talked about, I hope his brain isn't broken and I hope, like, whatever. He's so talented. I'm not even sure it's going to matter. But guys, come on. Like, come on. Like, we weren't even supposed to be in the finals. You know what reminds me of? I know we're not supposed to talk about Louis CK because he jacked off in front of those two girls, but he had this great joke where he was like, we, he's like, I got on it was just. What a criminal he
0: is. What a fucking criminal. We're not
1: going to debate that right now. So the point, I mean, (laughs) it's a Boston sports podcast. I think you can guess where I'll fucking stand on that. But listen. We're all fucking pieces of shit. I look like an extra out of the fucking town right now. But the point yeah, is. Me too, bro. Look at us. Yeah, right? I mean, this is the most fucking. Anyway, somebody get me a Natty Ice. So, where listen. You go, bro out. <laughs> Here's the thing. He's got this great joke where he goes. It was before the era of, uh of it was before the era of, like, Wi-Fi being on planes all the time, right? And mm-hmm. he's in first class because he's, like, still, you know, he hasn't gotten caught off in front of anybody yet. And they're taking off and the stewardess goes and forgive me if I'm butchering the joke. But the stewardess goes, hey, you know, uh, we're trying out this new thing just for first class passengers. We have actual Wi-Fi on the plane. So uh, you guys are going to get to do that. And everyone's like, oh, OK, that's great. That's amazing. And they take off and they try to turn the Wi-Fi on. And the stewardess gets in the thing. She's like, oh, sorry, we tried to get it to work and it's not working. And the guy next to him, like this guy in like a two piece Brooks Brothers fucking suit is like, "Ugh, typical. And he's like, you're mad. That you don't get something that you didn't even know existed five minutes ago. That's the human condition, right? So because they got to the finals, you're mad at them for not winning the finals. They were 11th in the fucking East not too long ago. And not for nothing, but we were here talking about that. I'm not sure what the fuck all these new people were doing that are like mad at Jason Tatum and fucking mad at the fucking Boston Celtics. Not sure where you guys were. Didn't hear from you much back then. Didn't hear from you much, but now you're fucking mad that they lost in the finals. We weren't even supposed to be there. We weren't even supposed to be there. We weren't supposed to get past the fucking, we weren't supposed to get back to, past the Nets. We certainly weren't supposed to sweep them. We weren't supposed to get back, past the Bucks. Every fucking commercial on television was Giannis Antetokounmpo. Fuck it. People still thought that he e were going to beat us, even though we definitely should have fucking beat them in four games. For some reason, we went to seven. And there it is. You know, you're in the fucking finals and you don't win against probably the best fucking finals team of our generation. Give me a fucking break. Get off their back. You know, you didn't know about the plane Wi-Fi until five fucking minutes ago. You can't be mad that it, you should be marveling at the fact that you're in the air, that you're flying through the fucking sky. The Wright brothers invented air travel. <laughs> and you're mad that there's no Wi-Fi. You spoiled fucking brats. Come on. Lighten up. It's fine. Future's bright. But Bobby's right. He's 24.
0: You did a great job with that joke, by the way. Uh, you yeah, you that, didn't butcher it yeah. all. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, perfect, that, 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 I, know exact, I know the exact. I know the exact interview you talk, you did it like on letterman or some shit yeah. right it was a whole now yeah. that
1: i've told it is it cool if i jerk off in front of you guys absolutely not
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god now well let's let's think about is robin is batman whoever you want to compare make him in the series but uh J- jalen brown man obviously last night he closed this out past 37 75 i believe you know so bobby i'll start with you but just what did you see in jalen this you know that made you confident you know in, in his in his play going forward I mean
0: he was the perfect two, man he did exactly he did exactly what a two is supposed to do when your one isn't being a one, and he kept you in the game and gave you a chance to win granted had some of the most frustrating turnovers, and literally the turning point of the series on those two missed free throws but then Tatum one-upped him as a one with you going two for six the next game. So, you know, it was a whole thing. But no, I just think you tell that negative fucking voice in the back of my head from that game is still fucking there. I'm like, yeah, well, this fucking asshole, man. Anyway, he was awesome, man. He was exactly what we wanted him to be. And again, it's just, I don't want to sound like a broken record. The moment was too goddamn big for him when it came down to those nut crunch, those moments that you need him to hit that shot or you need this or you need... He reverted right back to what he was in that Miami series, where he would drive into three people and fucking knock them over like bowling pins. At least he was trying to make something happen. Though, agreed. I mean? Agreed. That's what I mean. He was the perfect two, where he kept us in the game, he kept shit rolling. But like, he's like the only one in my mind you really can't give shit to. Considering is
1: like he was about to be if we won that series, he would have been fucking Finals MVP. Give him listen. The turnovers and those two missed free throws are so fucking. Yeah, but on. they all turn the fucking ball over a ton. And he's going to touch the ball. That is going to be
0: a narrative with literally every single thing we talk about.
1: He's going to touch the ball a lot. There was some frustrated turnovers in there. Don't get me wrong. I think that he needs to learn to like not be on fucking roller skates when he's going downhill. But he touches the ball a shitload, and we play fast. The Warriors have been living with high turnover rates for a decade because they play so quickly. Like, I to me, it's to me, it wasn't the turnovers. I know that's the I know that's the narrative. But to me, it wasn't the turnovers. To me, it was not scoring when we needed to fucking score. You know, and it, it like the turnovers weren't wasn't that. It was the missed layups. It was the rebounds. Yesterday we weren't even fucking trying to rebound, dude. It's crazy. I was like, that's the part where you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like yeah. it's game six of the fucking finals. Can you try? I'll get in there and fucking box out, Rob. So it's kind of fucking. No, not- he can't.
2: He can't. Jalen Brown play fast though. Like even though he's one of the more athletic guys on the team, Jalen Brown cannot play. Fast. Bro, it, go, it goes yeah, it goes he he had to and there's a reason why t-mac is his favorite player of all time t-mac you know that that lazy just laid back guy you know do the one two dribble he plays very much like him he's not as good as t-mac obviously was but he plays very much like like him he's at,
1: as athletic if not yeah yeah, yeah for, more, for sure yeah.
2: but it, it's just the, the, the thing is what t-mac could do any time, that rise up rise up three or mid-range like sure. T-Mac was ridiculous at that right but T-Mac was never sped up like he always played at his pace regardless of where he was at whether it be Toronto Houston whatever like he always played at his or Orlando State always played at his pace so that's where Jalen Brown's got to get because when he plays under control He's fucking unguardable. It's ridiculous.
1: I think his jump shot shot is borderline unguardable
0: because he goes six inches higher than most fucking people when he shoots a fucking jump shot. The thing with Jay, he's two different players, right? He's one player pre-four dribbles. And then he is a completely different player after he dribbles the ball about four to five times. Because he just, it's like, I don't know if it's in his head now or what it is, but like he, you could see it. He starts to panic. Once that ball is on the floor and he's dribbling in space, and he sees that defense coming in on him. He sees those hands, bro. he panicked so many times in that series where he would shoot like a turnaround jumper that had no shot, or he would just stop and have everyone collapse in on him. But what he's got to do is exactly what we kept saying. He's got to drive with purpose. He's got to know where the fuck he's going. And when he does that, bro, like you said, he's fucking unguardable. When Jalen gets to his spots, man, he's unbelievable. But when he doesn't, he was just a completely different player to me all serious. It's like when you could call it out, you knew when he was about to turn the ball. At least, at least, I know I did. When he was driving in and he would be up at the top of the three-point line, drive to the corner of the key, and then drive back over to the free throw line. And he would just be stuck in the middle of the fucking paint with the ball. And none of the Celtics are fucking moving. And then they collapse to turn the ball over. Yeah, but in in those situations, the exact same thing would happen. And then right as he got to the free throw line, he would pull up and he would fucking make
1: it like every single time.
0: Right, agreed. So like like his mid, I was saying it and I
1: like, I swear to God, I said it at the start of every single game for the last 20 games. I I was like Jalen Brown mid-range, Jalen Brown mid-range, Jalen Brown mid-range. And this is the thing that the Celtics were doing that overall, they kept giving up on shit that was working. Like they kept fucking doing that. And it's like, that is incredibly.
2: That's been happening for years, for years. It's just like, it doesn't maybe make any la- se- Maybe, honestly, maybe the last five years has been like that. Brad, yeah. so, right, it's just like, they, they would move the ball with Brad, and it's like, oh, oh okay, we move the ball enough. Let's let's keep, uh, let's go to ISO. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, if you if it's not broke, we don't fix it. And once again, it's like the drive and kick to shoot a three. I get that it's a, it's a new game. You have to do that just to even just keep you in the game. But getting twos, whether it be a mid-range or a play-up, stops the bleeding. Mm-hmm.
1: They kind of did it. They kind of did it yesterday. They did, that there was flashes of them doing it right the right way.
2: Yeah, and, and the third quarter for sure. But the reason why Golden State had been so dominant these last you know seven eight years, really last decade, honestly, they could score from everywhere on the floor. People speak to their threes. Oh my god, you know they shoot threes from half court. And, I thought their
1: volume on threes is actually lower than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, to oh yeah for, for sure.
2: sure. But it's, it's lower because it's they efficient, know efficient. Okay, okay, if I need to up fake, they'll go and shoot it too. Yep, that was working for us, too, yeah. and we stopped doing it. <laughs> they just do it over yeah. and over yeah. again. And once again, they don't abandon Curry, again. Curry they good at that. You know, we joked about Harrison Barnes over Harrison Barnes early yeah. on in, in, their, in their first run. He was good at that. Wiggins was phenomenal in that during that. Sean Livingston one of the best I've seen in the mid range. Like people forget how good he was because he had his turn ACL. But Sean Livingston from mid range was Rip Hamilton, but light skin. Like, it was unbelievable. It, it, it was crazy. So, I don't know
1: what Rip Hamilton looks like behind the mask. I choose
2: not to, choose not to <laughs> know. Because he's a mask or not. He's not as light as Sean Livingston. But yeah, so I, I just think that there's just, you have to be able to score from every part of the floor. And that's what is always separated. Golden State. So we could say, oh, their three they're point shooting changed the game. Fine, you can say all you want. But they get the analytics, whatever you want. They get to the hole. They get to the cup better than and most, and then they shoot the mid-range game better than most. They never stop playing. Beautiful. They
0: they playing. Playing. Yeah, it what's great is the Celtics can also do that. It, it's right. just they, they get, get in stuck. Their own yeah, they get stuck in their own ways, yeah. and you know, I said this about when we talk about Rob. Is yeah. like they overcompensate for literally everything that happens throughout the course of like a, a, an emotional high, you know, high stakes game. Is literally what they do. The entire goddamn game is like. Oh, okay. we didn't play great that. So we're going to step it up. We're going to outscore you by 20. But then we made our comeback already. So we're going to take our foots off the brakes a little bit. The driving kicks, it just felt like that they stopped driving kicks work when your primary objective is to drive. And to, is to get to the basket. You have to establish the drive first. Right, I The think, kick has bit. to be your second. It's like a play action in football. The you kick have has to, to be it. your yeah. secondary, bro. Yeah. It has to be your secondary. They have to respect and truly believe that you're going to make that that take to the hoop for that, that kick out to work. That's why it worked in Milwaukee. That's why it worked for us all these times. But when they know that you're just going to drive it into the hole, and you're going to get stripped or you're going to get stuffed or you're going to get knocked down and try and get the foul and it's not going to work, the driving kick ain't going to work because so they're just going to shut you the fuck down. You know what I mean? And it, they just kept going to that same well. It was like they just expected it eventually to work. And but that's just,
1: such a frustrating thing because, they, like we talked about, they go away from stuff that is working and then they fucking stick to stuff that isn't. Right. Like They need it yeah. to fucking work. Like, like I, Right off the top of my head, right off the top of my head, just without even really thinking about it, why do we stop posting Marcus on Steph? It was working. Why do we stop? They just stopped. They didn't adjust, Like they didn't do anything to stop it. We just stopped doing it. Yep. Uh, game four, Tatum lights out at the very start of the game. Like he's just every time he touches the ball, he's doing everything right. He's and playmaking. He's doing it he can get in his rhythm. Doesn't touch the ball again for 10 minutes. Jalen Brown midrange said it every single fucking game. Jalen Brown midrange. He's, it's working when he goes left. They're not going with him. They haven't adjusted. Keep murdering them until they adjust. Keep doing it until they adjust. But because it's, I want to say it's a carryover from the Brad Stevens era, honestly, because I think Ime and any coach, really, any basketball coach can only do so much. There has to be, especially in the finals, there has to be a core group of guys that they're figuring it out for themselves. Like there just has to be. And I think it's almost, it's going to be like a weird thing, but I'm going to try to explain it. It's almost like they play too much team basketball at times where I'm like, like, you don't have to stop being hot when you get hot like you can just stay hot it's fine well, i said that last uh, it's yeah and it's like dude what happens if you just keep going adjacent? like okay so it doesn't matter right we stop going to him and we fuck up anyway and we blow the lead if you just keep going to him like just one heat check shot just one like just one like just let him just check you know well it's okay if he misses like that's when it's okay if he misses because he's made his last three but they don't do that they don't move on to that next phase like Uh, if I could just take fucking Jimmy Butler's brain and just drop it into fucking Jason Tatum's body, I swear to God, we'd have a fucking championship right now. Doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) But that's where I'm at is like, is that I get it. I know Tatum should be give me the fucking ball. I want the fucking ball. He needed to be that guy so many times and he
1: just didn't do it in in this final series and it's very upsetting.
0: But is it that he, again, is he too young that he doesn't want to uh, he respected Adoka's opinion too much. And he was like, okay, yeah, no, let's run our offense. Let's do our thing. That game four, bro, that... So, uh, Rayshon, you asked me earlier, another counterpoint in the series. So it was the Jalen free throws. But also, literally, I mean, DK were ranting about it in the Discord at the time. That four-minute stretch, bro, where they didn't give the ball to Tatum. And they ran four straight plays. I think they ran two for Marcus, like one for Derek White and one for Jalen. And they were it was up for four with like a turnover, and it, it, by the time that stretch was over, we were back down like six to eight. And it's like, bro, Jason Tatum was cooking, and that could have been what got him going. And you just went away from him and let the game flow get out of his hands, bro. And that's this, there's this fucking Kobe thing, right? But it, this Kobe so, thing. for someone with a, a bum shoulder, man, if he's hitting those shots and he's looking good. Like, let him fucking let him shoot that goddamn ball, man.
1: Well, you know, you know, this story. I mean, there's been a million fucking stories about Kobe since he passed away. Well, one of the best ones is like, oh, we're getting our asses. Kicked. I forget it was it. Fucking, I don't know, Harrison fucking Barnes or some shit. Like on some podcast. They go into the locker room. They're getting their asses kicked. And Kobe's like, OK, here's the fucking deal. Every time we go up the floor, I touch the ball. Every single time we go up the floor, I touch the oh, ball. Oh, Lou, Will. Yeah, Luke, yeah. Is that like every single <laughs> yeah. fucking time I go? That's the deal. I'm not asking. I'm fucking telling you. Every time I need to touch the ball at least once. And honestly, it does two things. It makes the other team think about your star player. And it also gives your team an objective. You know? You go like, oh, like you, you have the 24-second clock offense, then you have 14-second clock offense. You go like, okay, we made it with Kobe's touched the ball twice. Jason's touched the ball twice. That's our objective. Now we see where we're at. Because they, when he touches the ball, the other team has to react. They have to fucking react to what he's about to do. And when yes. that, when we were doing that, it was working. You know? when And Christ almighty, how good was he on a double team all fucking playoffs? He figured that out. Every time they double team him, every single time he had it figured out until he didn't. I, you know what I mean? Like, it's so... Ray, come on. You know everything there is to fucking know about basketball. Like, you have all the fucking knowledge in your head. Like, What happened to him?
0: Wait, I know, Ray. You, I'm not. It was so consistent this series, though. It it was such a separate piece where it's like for the first three rounds when it Tatum was hot, when he's cooking, when Tatum was being Tatum. We, they they would let let it be
1: serious to be honest with you, like comparably, but it's a different conversation.
0: But like it it, it just had such a different feel to it. You know what I mean? It was so different where the most consistent thing. I said this entire finals, the number one thing is let Jason Tatum fucking cook, let him do his thing, and it just felt like they didn't. Good,
2: yeah, no, I mean that that's part of the issue, right? I think and that obviously, and we know, we go back, I think about a year ago when they, they hired Eme, and he mentioned that you know the team wasn't good when it came to assists. You know, so we are going to improve on, and they definitely the most part, right. They became a really great team when it came to ball move, However, there's moments where, like you said, you have to say, you know what? I need the ball. Everyone get out the way. Like I think I remember the, it might've been, I don't know if it was in the playoffs, but I remember it might've been the first year that Paul, uh, you know, the big three got together. And, you know, this is when KG and I were doing uh, press conferences together after the games. And they say, you know, KG, you know, what, what was the game plan tonight? He said, the, the plan was to get the ball to Paul and we'll get the fuck out the way. Yeah, I remember that. This is Kevin Garnett, Boston yeah. time All-Star. Cleveland, Cleveland it it, it might have been, it, it might have been, yeah. yeah. been, it might have been, it might So, yeah, so it's like, <laughs> get the ball to Paul up so out the way. So, this is a us Establish, what's was the best player on our team? Saying give the ball to Paul. Like, so, there, there's certain moments when, like I said, you have to give the game what the game requires. Mm-hmm. There was certain games in this says that it, yeah, says that it required it. for Tatum to be that guy that we saw in Game Six against Milwaukee, and not the guy that we saw in Game Seven against Miami, where it was like, even though he had 26 points, but it was like, okay, well, I'm yeah, gonna get to you, nine you know the difference. Yeah, that, yeah. That's that, that's you cool, just, but it's just like, bro, we needed 35, 10, and eight, and then, like I said, you couldn't even get to 20 here. And it's like, and, and it's a shame because, like I said, he, he is someone that couldn't even get to 15. To get, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But you know, he was making so many of the great reads and you know reacted properly most of the time like i said, I just think that sometimes when this team in general has to do too much thinking and it's wild because you would think yeah. okay you're professionals but when they have to do too much thinking that's when the game becomes them, you know mud, yeah. muddy for them for whatever reason man. so when they just say okay i'm just gonna go and just play basketball that's why we're so
1: good at starting games you know we're so good at starting yeah, games for that bro. reason
2: Exactly. So it, it it was ridiculous. But the so Warriors I saying, knew that. Yeah.
1: They were like, "We're gonna weather a right. storm, really."
2: But that's that. Yeah. But that's ex- 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 exactly. But that's yeah. where I'm just like, where and I and I said this before. You would uh, you would join us after the after the tears you were shedding. You know, they they basically was just like, "Okay, guys are up twelve two. All right, or fourteen to two. Curry comes in of three. We didn't even we didn't even leave that first quarter with a lead, I, I, and I and honestly, and I mean, you know, so you know, so much that you know, you you were sucking down our chat. I was like, this game is over. Or I, I, it was all to me. It was already over after the first game. I'm like, you can't, you cannot be up ten already and then be down by five or six. Like they only, like the only score. And I said it early on, but the only score, twenty seven more points after that moment is. It's so un- fucking absurd. Fucking it's real. Oh, so like, it's so the so, like, it's, it's like lo-
1: the longest
0: run by a team in a finals ever. Right. For the last 50 years or whatever, you know, we had 14 points in three minutes and then we had 37 points. That's mental, though.
1: It's just, it's mental. It, you're not you don't just forget. You don't forget how to shoot basketball. You don't your mark is smart. You don't forget how to fucking uh, score a fucking layup. You know, if you're Jalen Brown, you don't forget how to shoot
0: a jump shot. I got wait, wait real quick. I got did that. That thinking point that you made. I think so. that's that's such a I think key they thing I need to play a fucking 8 second offense to be honest with you like, I it
1: I would be like love the fucking that. Phoenix Suns in uh in what what year was that that fucking
2: No I mean it would it'd be exciting but then you still don't win so don't you though like if you're that talented I don't know whatever we don't need to get it. Yeah I mean yeah they had Nash and DeMarcus Hall but I'm like, <laughs> I know we got both,
0: I know but like the shooting I don't know it doesn't matter yeah. but, you know even they traded for Shaq that was their downfall
2: That's that's true unforgettable seasons block out later on
0: (laughs) so even in those moments right where they try and stop thinking and speed it up when they've already gotten into that mindset i think this all goes back to like that overcorrecting thing where it's like you know they try and move at a quick pace they try and do things crisp after they've gotten into that stalled mindset because that was such a big thing in game six where they just stalled and they just stopped moving they stopped you know getting that extra pass they stop doing all these things and then all of a sudden they go to this other mode where they go too fast for their moment where they're not they don't take a step back and think about the moment they're in and think about okay this is the time where we need to stop this is the time where we need to go ahead and make that extra pass and do these things and that's usually when we get those big turnovers and missed free throws or whatever the case may be it's just I, i just think it all comes back man and I hate to be this guy for like the third fucking straight year, but like it all comes back to inexperience and how much more experience the other team was. than you. They knew that when those big moments were in the game, they knew how to recognize those moments and capitalize on them. When the Celtics were in a big moment, think about this series. When they were in a moment where they had to do something to either win the game, stay in the game, complete your comeback, whatever the case may be. They didn't just like kind of, they fucking blew it. When the Warriors were in a moment where they needed to extend their leader, they needed that motivation push. What happened? Pool's hitting half court shots. Stephen Curry's hitting 34 footers. Draymond's hitting fucking corner threes. There's, it's just this. They so also many- left Draymond
1: open for the entirety of the first three fucking games. So like eventually those are going to start falling. Yeah, like, well, for sure. But I'm just saying, like,
0: like when you look at the whole series as a whole, it's like, uh, I get the overreaction. I get the, You know, the shittiness and how I'm even feeling. But you got to think about how six finals to zero. That is such a big, such a big disparity. You know what I mean? And Jalen, Jason, even Al, all these guys are experiencing the pace of this game. Everything from the NBA Finals for the first time. Stephen Curry walked in that shit like it was Saturday night at a restaurant, and he was the best bartender in that it was goddamn fucking place. Tuesday. <laughs> and Jason Tatum is the waiter over here who's worked three lunch shifts. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's, come on, yeah. like this is this. It's not even a fucking comparison. At the same,
1: uh, on the same token, I like I, I appreciate that, man. I think that was very <laughs> accurate. But on the same token, I just I want to ask you guys. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, there was. I, look i love jason tatum i'm not jumping on the fucking bandwagon of, of hating on him I, I don't think he's mentally weak I, that remains to be seen i agree with you that you like it started a, the
0: bandwagon just two and a half years too early
1: yeah right <laughs> i know that's what i do <laughs> i'm like uh, i'm like palpatine in star wars you know like both armies are actually mine. but no i mean honestly the yeah well i mean honestly, that was stupid though <laughs> like that was fucking dumb <laughs> that i said that like i mean if we're being honest here, like just to fucking pull creation, the creation' We were starting life. a fucking yeah, podcast and I was creation. trying to say controversial like, yeah. shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like here we fucking are. We have a podcast. People are listening. I'm trying to just tell you the truth now, but I, I got to ask this honest question. You're going to fucking, I told you guys I didn't like that fucking armband. Like I didn't like that fucking armband. I didn't like that Instagram post, you know? Yeah. I, I, don't wear purple and golden green. Like it's just, it's that. But, Forget all that. Forget all the pageantry of it. And I love pageantry of any kind, as you guys know. But forget all the fucking pageantry of it. Forget all that stuff that you're like putting forward. You want to be like Kobe Bryant. Here's how you're emulating Kobe Bryant so far. You're a really good jump shooter. You can slash. You know, I I don't know if you guys remember when Kobe first came in the league. He was fucking pure slasher. You know, like he was just fucking like dribbling all over the fucking. Place. He almost
0: invented the arrow step in the NBA. He yeah, he brought it back. Yeah. He brought it back.
1: You know, you, you've got a bunch of different ways to score. You can make your own shot. This is, that's how you're emulating Kobe Bryant. Here's what I'd love you to work on the off season. A I'd love you to get a post game. That'd be great. Would love that if you could go to the post game store, buy yourself a post game. That'd be amazing. Just like what's Dirk Nowitzki doing? Can he like just go work out with you all summer? Like that'd be great. Regardless of that. Stop being trying to be like Kobe when it comes to jump shooting and, you know, floaters and turnaround jump shots. Kobe Bryant was a fucking psycho. He wanted to win above anything else. Anything else. When you get there, when you're up here, gets there, that's when you can start to say, he's my dude. You know who Kobe's dude was? Michael Jordan. Kobe thought he could beat Michael Jordan at one-on-one from the fucking first day he stepped onto a fucking basketball court. All right. He's too nice of a guy. Sometimes do it. Like, am I out of line saying that he's too fucking nice of a guy. Sometimes he needs a little bit more. He needs to be a bigger prick. You know what I mean? Like, just be a bigger asshole. Like just it's that that gives you get the fuck out of my way to all the guys on the team. And that gives you the other fucking... Remember when Draymond... like you? I disagreed with you, Ray, when he said that Draymond punked him like with the whole fucking ball thing. I, uh, I really wanted him to turn around and be like, fucking take the ball. Fucking take the ball. Fuck you. Fuck you. In his shit. But he was kind of walking away like, you're not taking it. In his own way, trying to do his thing. Be an asshole in those situations. You're the best fucking player on the court if you want to be. Like, be a prick. Am I wrong? Yeah, also, you played for the Boston Celtics. Like, we'll, we'll ride with you.
2: It's, it's cool. No, I, I I totally agree. I, I think that, you know, that might have to be developed. Obviously, Toby came up with the womb a, a natural born killer, right? That's just you know, shout out to Ice Cube. <laughs> but like he, he was just he's just someone that just came out the womb saying, I am Dude,
1: I just found out his kid played him in that movie. Yeah, he was, Oh yeah, yeah. He was it, so was, it was so like, good. It was, like, like, yeah, it was just he like It does, but, <laughs> but I was like, I don't know, I thought that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, good like, like, Ice just, Cube and de him? Like what happened? Oh I'm yeah, like, yeah <laughs> it's so fucking good. And then he was like just in <laughs> Obi wan and I was like, wait, that's Ice Cube's kid? He's... Ah, he looks just like, anyway,
2: sorry, Yeah, He was in Den of Thieves, too, but that wasn't like another show, another name. Anyways, it's like a great but, fucking movie. It is. It was great, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, listen, he, he he has to be, he has to develop that mentality for sure. JB definitely has it already. You know, we, we've seen it at times. So yeah, I think Tatum just has, has to get there. But I want to transition to the last part. I know we're getting a little long on time. So now you know we've dissected, we've cried, we've yelled, we've screamed about the playoff. It's, it's over. We've we, we got through it. So now we're into the offseason. Obviously, there's not much draft wise because they had the, they only have the 53rd pick. They traded their first round pick to San Antonio this year, or yeah, it was this year or next year. I think they could swap for San Antonio. So they're not they're, yeah, this year they're not doing much uh, draft wise. So you know. You know, DK, I'll start with you, but just what do you think going into the offseason we need to do to improve the team? And just, you know, who are some players you would like to see maybe join uh, the Celtics in in the offseason?
1: Bradley Beal. (laughs) I have no (laughs) idea if we can afford him. I have no fucking idea. But come play with your buddy. Come play with your friend. Take a pay cut. His fucking shooting, like, uh, you know, his spot-up fucking jump shooting, like, would be instrumental. As an overall theme, and, like, I won't prattle on about this for too long, I would love to get, I think his name is Claxton from Brooklyn, because he's a free agent this year. I think he's probably mm-hmm. going to re-sign with them, but he's like, Rob Williams was, like, two years ago, and I think they could absolutely be the Smash Brothers in the front court. Like, he's got all the thing. He also has the thing where he played, like, 30% of the season or some shit, because he's, yeah. like, always fucking injured, but... He's got all those same qualities. He's perfect. He's perfect. He's, he's exactly Boston. right. 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 But I just think what I would love to do. I know it's fine. But I, no, I honestly, maybe you could get him. Maybe you could get him to be injured when Rob isn't, and Rob to be injured when he is. What? I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, it works out great. The Here two of them combined make one healthy player. Right. But no, they, I really do think he's good, and I think that he's coming into his own, and I think size wise he's like perfect for the way that we play basketball. Like Rob Williams is perfect for the way that we play basketball. I think getting Rob Williams to one hundred percent. Then they need to spend time, money, send him to fucking Germany. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but just give him. just replace the shit that keeps breaking inside of him, like a fucking, uh, like a car. And give him a rest, you know. Uh, load management in the regular season, anyway. It's enough about it. Right. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's, <laughs> if he caught, if he was 100% though. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. So the point being, Claxton uh, would be great. If we got a blockbuster sign like Bradley Bill, it'd be great. I don't think we can afford Zach Levine, who's like probably the most prominent free agent coming up. I'm not even sure he would fit because like, Evan Fournier was like a really shitty version of Zach Levine and it wasn't even that Evan Fournier wasn't good. It was like it just didn't really make sense in our team for whatever reason. I think the biggest thing we need to do to be honest with you is I just like don't want to rely on the Grant Williams's of the world to win a series. Again, I don't want to rely on the Derek Whites of the world to win a series. I think if Derek White was our ninth best guy instead of like our seventh best guy, I think we would have been in much better shape. So, and you know, a scoring wing guy that can like really spell Jason and, and Jalen so they they kind of don't have to spell each other because I think they figured out how to play at the same time in a really effective way. Like obviously, we made it to the fucking NBA Finals. Yeah, some sort of guy like that. I know I've been banging the drum about our front court, but like I like our front court now. Like I think Al's a great rebounder. I think he's an underrated rebounder, to be honest with you. I think he always takes up the right position. I think I, I don't see any reason why he can't run it back again. I think you should sign him you know to whatever i he already got his incentives this year he already got an extra five million or whatever it was just by making it this far so like he's fine and i think rob if he stays healthy he's great like we talked about it extensively i think he's really leveled up i mean would i like deandre Aiden if he was available sure but like fuck it you know what i mean i think our front court's fine i really think a, a, like an additional wing to take the load off those guys i know mike has been banging the drum for like a pure point guard but like again like is that basketball now like do we need like do we need rajon rondo on this team you know, like, we don't have spot-up jump shooters. We, we move the basketball. We try to... They might, though. I mean, I take Rajon Ronda. I would literally take Rajon Ronda right now. No problem. So we can play a half-court game a little bit more effectively. But we do play this kind of position as basketball thing that works. So I don't mind Marcus at the 1, to be honest with you. I know Bobby was talking shit about him when I got here. But, like, <laughs> he, I mean, I, you guys tell me. You really think we need, like, a true point guard?
0: So I have an answer for who that target could be for you. Doesn't break the bank. He's not too much. Uh, Ricky Rubio. Yeah, yeah, I knew you were it, gonna say that. Too. Is, is a guy who I know the South doesn't had he break the in bank in the though?
1: Past? What was his last contract?
2: It's, it's, it's no, it's, he's he's a, he's a he's a nine to uh, nine to twelve million dollar year player. Like that's yeah? nothing in the NBA you now. Yeah, he's not weird, a huh? like Ricky get,
0: Rubio. Weird, he, another one who's not much of a pure guard. He's kind of the Derek White mold. Dante Axum. I've been hearing a lot he's of a the two, Celtics are really? looking at him. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's that a, Derek, he's a big one. He's, big one. he's that know. Derek White, Marcus Smart mold. He's that same type of guy Pretty where he can score some nights. He, he he's awful a lot of nights, but he's always good on defense. So yeah, he's a little consistent exactly consistent. what we like. So and the other guy obviously is Beal. I don't see a way where oh, we were talking about this earlier. If we go after Beal, Marcus has to go. In my opinion, he okay. has. He has to. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, no, that's completely okay. fine. That's completely fine. Right. Right. I'll like, drive yeah, him yeah, to the i think it's like <laughs>
2: <some pretty crackling. laughs> you That's a different be? tier.
1: That's a different tier of player. No, like, I
0: completely agree.
1: But go like, west,
2: like, young man.
0: <laughs> if that's the only move, or that's the only thing I would be okay with breaking up the core that just went over that hump. Everything like you wouldn't that. wouldn't
1: take Zach Levine over over
2: Marcus.
0: It's a different position. If you're gonna do that, then you need to have someone come well, in. I thought you and said he had to go just because cap room, not necessarily. No, but that's of no. Position. But the
2: big he's yeah, that he's a big. He he's Levine is six six right? We're talking about positional basketball. Yeah. If you could get Levine and Tatum and Brown, Brown, Brown oh, are you kidding? Me? I, I, that, that that would be a also one two three at you know. And, he, and that great, he's not the defender. Obviously, those, those other two are. But Fucking yeah, he get he getting big. You know, you're six Like you, you could find a way to be that guy. Just spot up jump shooter, like a pure shooter. Yes. Yeah. Is that still oh, th- I give my person a minute. I didn't know Bobby was done, but I might like, wanted to talk about it.
0: Yeah, no, I got one and I don't know if it's gonna be popular. I don't know how we're gonna feel about this. Uh Duncan Robinson, I think, is a guy that 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 would be uh, really good in, in the situation because he's that spot up shooter. He's what the Celtics wanted Derek White to be in that Milwaukee series. He,
2: he you know what I mean? He's what they wanted Nisswith to be.
0: But exactly. Maybe Neesmith can go up a level, though, you know? I hope. I love Neesmith, so I hope so. I, I don't see it anymore. I I it, yeah, it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying both.
1: real hard, though. Like his effort was
0: up. Yeah.
2: It's a like, great job, bud.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> when he was out there, man, the game was over. <laughs> it was done. Yeah. Except for that Spurs game. I think. But who's that? Uh, yeah. Who was I just talking to? Duncan Robinson, right? Duncan When Tatum, I don't either, but I can tell you this, man. When Tatum gets doubled or when Brown gets doubled or whatever. And they do that kick out cross court pass to our guard standing on the wing, wide open for three. You better believe I'm going to feel a lot better about that shot. You know, are, you paying, are you paying like it. fucking
1: 20 million a year for him? Like, are you are we really are you really selling that out? Like, that's too much. You can't pay 20 million a year for Duncan. Robinson what? Oh, you know point. what,
2: though? He may finish the TPE
0: though. I was just going to say he fits that, right into the TV. So if
2: that's the case, then you, it, it, doesn't count. it won't kind of get salary. If that's yeah, the case, he fits right in Go get him. If that's the case, go get him if that's the case. But I, I'm not the biggest fan. But if, that, if that's the case, yeah, for sure. Definitely go get him. I'll, that leads into what I was going to talk about. But he's also in the same state. I love Terrence Ross. I do. I've been, a ter- I've been a Terrence Ross guy for a long time. He, so is know, Bre- the flight, Toronto flight days. Wolf. He's no longer flight 31 days, but uh, Terrence Ross, but that dude can go. You want to talk about a guy that could get buckets when you need it? Um, like Dave, Dave will buy stock on him immediately. Like that is, it, I'm still is, spending the money on my Jeff T. Dave's stock. very willy nilly with his stock
0: buying. Let's just, Dave's like Bear, Dave's like Bear Stearns of the sports stock world. I'm just smoking. He's still. like, yeah, let's <laughs> go, baby. Your stocks no, going thirty. I know I haven't seen
1: him play a ton. I do know exactly why you like him though, and I do like him too. But
2: well, I, he's a wing guy. You know how I feel about
1: wings. He's
2: a guy. This is another guy that hasn't really been spoken about. Willie Collie Stein. I think it's someone that could be a viable backup to, to Rob. You I was know, gonna say he's gonna he's be all, like he's, he's gonna be like your seven type great guy,
1: guy though. You no,
2: know, but that, that but that's fine. You need, Rob's not gonna be on the corals. You need right. someone that's he's, also he's a tice, he's a
1: Tice replace upgrade. He's a Tice oh. yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah he's, he's
2: seven back. one. He's not a shooter, obviously, but he's seven one. If you're he's, over you seven feet,
1: you can be on the Celtics.
2: No, but think about this was just a comparison when he came out in twenty fifteen. Uh, because, you know, he was on that Kentucky team that had all. Oh, he was really good when he they, came out, they, bro. It yeah, was, yeah, was really they, good. they, right. But, I mean, he, he also played behind Cat in college because they, they both went to Kentucky. But think of a modern-day Tyson Chandler. That's who Willie Colley Stein is. He catches at the rim, going to defend it at, at a good level. Or maybe even his former teammate, Rashad Holmes, is someone I would trade for in a heartbeat. I think he, his energy is what Boston would need. He rebounds well. He we will punch your shit out of bounds and let you know it. Like I I think he's another guy. But yeah, Terrence Ross, Rashawn Holmes, Blue Collins, all those guys is all you that. If there
1: was a free agent this year that I would get just so the other teams in the East don't have him is PJ Tucker.
0: You stole that from me. Right up. Yeah, him up, yeah, man. yeah. Just, just, yeah. Get, just, I mean, just literally I mean,
1: get him so that they don't have him, and he'll defend the wings for you when he can. You know, like he was effective. In yeah, instance. and I mean that, was, that
2: that that pushes that pushes Grant down. You can have him and Grant together out there. He can help Grant. I think I he'd think be he, so good
0: for Grant, man. He'd yeah. be so good for him.
1: He could, and he then he could then you could make him into like a Sam Cassell type in the deeper runs of the playoffs if Grant steps up. Yeah, you know man, he
2: could be like a player coach on the on the on the, the sound. Awesome. What I
0: mean, I I like his mentality. You know what I mean. Oh,
2: yeah, for, for for sure, for sure.
0: One more hypothetical, right? Jalen Brunson for Marcus Smart. Would you do it? No. No, I love that. No. Would not. no. Okay, he,
2: he, he, if you're going to talk about what he's going to back up Smart, sure. I was, I I was going to say, but not, I'm not smart. taking, he's I'm not taking back him back up
0: at this point. Cause cause he's, yeah, he's, he's going to get it. He he really he,
2: no, he's not an all star, but he's, he'll get New York's going to pay him by the all star, which is why he's probably going to sign signing there. So the New York's there first. He's going to sign probably with New York Knicks and then, you know, just to go out there. Craig could great put that on there. You heard it here at MCP first. Jalen Bursch going to go sign in New York or, you know, someone's going to give him a big deal, but the you know, can, either way. The
0: three just,
2: J's though. Yeah, that that, that that would be great. The first time since <laughs> Dallas, right? Dallas had Jamal Mashburn, Jason Kidd, and uh, and then Jim Jackson back in the day. So All right, that, hear that, me, that out, would hear would me be, out, hear me out, hear me
0: crazy.
1: out, hear me out, hear me out. Better and minimum, John Wall. Let's no. just see. Let's just see. Let's just see. Maybe he's got one more left in him. That's Maybe it, he's got well, one more left in I'll him. I'll
0: give you this. I'll give you this. That's better than Mike. Russell Westbrook take last year. Oh my God, come on.
1: Come on. (laughs) You know what the worst part about Mike's Russell Westbrook take is? The absolute worst part about that is that the Lakers heard the fucking show and they were like, yeah, let's fucking sign (laughs) Russell
0: Westbrook.
2: (laughs) Agent Mike. Good job, Mike. Well done. That's great. That's how we're closing out. So uh, (laughs) we're we're through the road. BK and DK Sizzle, our executive producer, Craig Delessandro, I'm Rashawn McKinnon. We'll see you next time. Peace.
1: no more movie quotes.
2: Roger,
0: Roger. Electric
2: acid. Electric Electric
0: Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage, behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there.
2: Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between.